Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics, brand purpose. The simple definition of brand purpose is that it is a statement of why your business exists. Purpose is the foundation of your brand and it's the foundation of your business. So why is it then that so few entrepreneurs talk about their purpose? I'm going to speculate on that in just a minute. Purpose is so important to me that I named my agency Prosper for Purpose. It was my way of declaring that contrary to what I've been taught, I believed business could have a purpose beyond making money. That in fact, business could do well and do good. You see, when I was in college, I was told that if you wanted to make a difference, you went into nonprofit work. And if you wanted to make money, you went into business. I believe that a lot of business owners were taught the same philosophy. In 1970, economist Dr. Milton Friedman argued that the sole purpose of a business is to generate profits for its shareholders. And what became known as his shareholder philosophy was adapted by companies and colleges around the world, or at least most of them. I initially decided that to do good was my path. And I went to work for a national nonprofit organization as a director of fundraising and public information. So there I was trying to make money for an organization so it could make a difference. Even then, I felt the separation between doing well and doing good was over-exaggerated. I next went to work for the in-house agency of a newspaper, and I doubled my salary from what I'd earned at the nonprofit. I spent the next 20 years going back and forth in my career between nonprofit and for-profit organizational work until in January of 2013, I launched my own business, Prosper for Purpose. So if you're not familiar with my agency, we create disruptive brand strategies for change makers who want to impact the world and the bottom line. In other words, to make money from making a difference. My version of a nonprofit, for-profit hybrid. Except that I only thought it was my idea. As I found out a year after starting my business, there were an awful lot of entrepreneurs who believed that business could have a purpose beyond profit. And that is the full definition of purpose, a reason for being beyond profit. I do believe that nearly all business owners start a company to do more than make money. They just don't talk about it. Maybe they still believe in a shareholder philosophy, or maybe they believe that purpose is private. 
Either way, they fail to make their purpose part of their brand positioning in the market. And that is a big mistake. The reality is that purpose is a great way to differentiate your brand in the market, to talk about the change you seek or the problem you solve. A prosper for purpose, our purpose is communications for a better world. It's why we exist. We want to make our world a better place, and we're a team of communications professionals, so that is the expertise we have to contribute. We work with people who need our help so that they can create change from their expertise. And if we didn't talk about our purpose, it would take a lot longer for our ideal clients to find us. The same is true for you. Purpose is a key component of your brand. So often when people say brand, they immediately think of a website, a logo, the visual components. But that is actually part of your brand identity, everything that you as the business owner creates. But you don't own your brand. You only own the identity part of it. The world owns your brand. Your customers own your brand. Your employees own your brand. Your brand is essentially the total of what you create and put out in the world and how the world receives and engages with that. Purpose is part of an even smaller component of your brand. It's the very first step in your brand positioning. Positioning is important because it is the lens through which you look at everything else. It's like wearing glasses. I am now of the age where I need readers. I have to put on my readers to see clearly, to understand what I'm reading and comprehend it. Likewise, your brand positioning really helps you focus on what you should be doing and what you shouldn't and who you should be working with and who you may not want to. Brand positioning is part of your brand identity. I have a Facebook community called Peerless Brands, where I teach about how to build a peerless brand identity. Join us if that's something you'd like to explore. My reference is that I don't just want to help entrepreneurs create a brand identity. I want to help them build and scale peerless brands. Peerless brands leverage two things, purpose and connection. So we build brands on purpose, which is the impact we created our businesses to make. Creating a solid brand foundation is just as important as creating a foundation for a house. Without the foundation, nothing else works. You wouldn't start building a house by putting in the walls and a roof if you didn't have the foundation in place. Well, the same is true with a brand. A lot of times people say, oh, I'm launching a company. I need a brand. I'm going to hire a designer. I'm going to hire a website creator. Well, that's great, but you still need your brand positioning and your brand narrative and your foundation first. Otherwise, the creative that you receive will be from your designer's brain and not from yours. Your foundation starts with purpose. Your brand purpose is your why. It's your reason for being. It is not your vision and it is not your mission. It is the reason that you do what you do and it is the focus that you have on the people you serve. When we state it, 
when we acknowledge it, purpose becomes both our North Star and our touchstone. Purpose gets us out of bed in the morning when we'd much rather pretend that all the things going on in the world aren't really happening. Our purpose is our North Star. It guides us and gives us direction, but it's also that touchstone that gives us comfort. So it directs us and it also levels us to be able to keep on going. When you're engaging with your purpose authentically, it attracts the kind of people that you want to work with. And that's whether you're hiring contractors or employees or you're bringing on clients. People are attracted to your purpose. Every employee wants to understand the purpose of their work, how it contributes to the company's goals. When employees are onboarded to your company with an orientation to your purpose and values, and they experience that purpose in action, studies show they not only stay at the company longer, but are more productive in their work. So why wouldn't you want to communicate that? There's also considerable research that confirms the idea that people are really invested in companies that have a stated purpose, whether it's making a dent in the universe or it's building wells for fresh water in third world countries. Sometimes I get asked about the difference between passion and purpose. So I do want to talk about that for a minute. One of my passions is writing. I love to write. I've been writing since... I've learned how to hold a pencil and comprise words, I think. But how that passion became a purpose is by going to school and studying journalism and public relations and learning to tell other people's stories in a way that would change hearts and minds and behavior to create a difference. I'm now a resource to my clients, someone they can use to tell better stories to raise the funds and make the impact that they want to make. So I make a difference by helping other people make a difference. My passion is writing and storytelling, but my purpose is communications for a better world. Communications that create social and environmental impact. Let me give you another example. Say you are a yoga teacher. Maybe your passion is doing yoga because you know how good it makes you feel, stronger, more energetic. Your purpose then is probably along the lines of helping more people have stronger, more energetic bodies so they can live their best physical lives. There's so many different ways that you can take a passion and turn it into a purpose where you may not initially connect it back to Hey, growing up, this was always my passion. And I guess it's connected to my purpose now. But a lot of times our personal passions do become our bigger purposes in life. And that sets forth in us something that, again, really connects us with that purpose and drives us to do well and to keep on doing and to keep on serving, even when we might not otherwise want to. Brand purpose is actually a legacy idea because you want to have some kind of impact on the world and that impact causes ripples. If you're familiar with the ripple effect theory, it basically says like if you throw a stone in the water, 
you may not see how far the ripples go, but you know that they continue far away from where you threw that stone. So in life and in business, this translates to you may not even see how many people are impacted from the ripples that you created. It goes on without you long after you've put that stone in the water. That's actually a really comforting and purposeful idea about how to live a legacy, how to create that impact that continues after you're gone. Another aspect of brand purpose that I want to share with you is that it is directly related to your vision. So vision is essentially the essence of your purpose made possible. So possible is the missing word there. Your vision is the essence of your purpose made possible in that it portrays that aspirational future that you're working towards. So for example, going back to the yoga example, if your purpose is to teach other people yoga so they can experience what you've experienced, your vision might be for a world where everyone does yoga and receives the benefits and it contributes in some way to a healthier world. Make sense? There's a powerful relationship between purpose and vision. I have people in my Peerless Entrepreneur program who have revisited their purpose three, four, even five times to better clarify it. And that's okay. As a matter of fact, every couple of years, even if you're out in the world and functioning and you have a business that's running successfully, you may want to go back and revisit your positioning again, starting with your purpose. I actually think it's a great idea. And just make sure that your purpose is what you want it to be still, and that everything you're taking into your business is aligning with that purpose. Again, going back to that lens theory. There have been times, especially with nonprofits that I work with, where people will say, oh, gosh, we could bring in a lot of money by doing X. And they're so attracted to the idea that they could bring in more money to provide more services, which is certainly a great goal. But then the thing that they're talking about bringing in isn't actually aligned with their purpose. So what that means is it's going to take a lot of manpower and actually a pivot or a detour to do something that's not already aligned with what they said they wanted to do and be in the world. So I find that in business too. I have been told, well, we were founded on this purpose, but it's 10 years later and we're finding ourselves way over here. I respond to that by saying we either need to refocus back to your purpose or we need to reconsider your purpose and think that perhaps you've grown beyond that and we need to redefine it. But normally it's the former and not the latter because typically your purpose does not change. And when you struggle with it is when it's never been defined. The way you deliver on your purpose, what we call your promise, may change. But your purpose typically doesn't once you define it because it is something that's rooted deep inside of you. And that's why getting your purpose right is important. 
So here's another example. Let's say that I own a hair salon and my purpose is to make women and men feel more confident by using hair color and the right haircut to make them feel more attractive. Because when you feel more attractive, you feel more confident, right? But let's say one day I decide I want to expand into makeup. Well, makeup's a departure, right? But it's still aligning with my purpose of making people more attractive so they feel more confident. Then maybe down the line, I decide I want to go into physical fitness and start some kind of online exercise program. At some point with these decisions, someone is going to say to me, hey, wait a minute, you're a salon owner. Why are you doing these things? What does makeup and fitness have to do with hair? They have nothing to do with the salon. But what I could answer at that point is, well, I'm repositioning my company, potentially even renaming it, because I've always known that my higher purpose was to make people look better so they feel more confident. So you see, in that way, the purpose really hasn't changed. It's just the idea of how I'm expanding and the services that I'm offering. I'm making decisions about how I can deliver on my purpose through additional offerings. Sometimes people will discover that they've been doing one thing for a while and they feel called to do something else. And at first they may worry that maybe they've been wasting the last few years doing something that perhaps wasn't aligned to their purpose, only to find out that it is. But the difference is that it's something that gets them to the same point, the same destination, even though it takes a different pathway to get there. So you see, just like the example that I gave, the hairstylist, the hair salon owner could have given up and said, oh gosh, my passion's really makeup. But being wise, you would say, but I've defined my purpose and I'm seeing that this is really just a new way to do that, to live my purpose and to give people more options to feel better and so that they feel more confident. So however you decide to develop your purpose, do yourself a favor and make a purpose statement, write it out and make sure that it does three things, that it is clear, that it is concise, and that is compelling. It should be clear enough that a kindergartner could understand it, concise enough that it could be a tagline, and compelling enough that it will excite your employees and clients. Finally, do your best to live your purpose on a day-to-day basis. Share it. Yes, that's the theme of today's episode. But it's more than a post on social media declaring it. It's more than adopting hashtags. There's nothing wrong with those things, but if we do those things and then we don't do anything else and we set them aside and we think we've done our part, then we're part of the problem. I can only speak for myself, but as someone who has worked to help create social and environmental impact, I've devoted most of my career to making the world a better place. 
if I'm quiet and if I don't show up to serve and if I don't look for more ways to contribute solutions through my work and even my personal life, then I don't think I'm living my purpose. So today, even as I'm saying this to all of you, I'm looking for other ways that I can better serve and lean in and be part of the solution to some of the issues our world is facing. And I would just ask all of you to think about your purpose and how your purpose may call you to be leaning in right now. I actually believe that your purpose should be so compelling to you that it is something that they're going to have to pry out of your hands when you're drawing your last breath. You're never going to be finished with it. You are not going to set it down the first time it's uncomfortable to carry. Your purpose is so intrinsic to who you are. It's what you stand for. So hopefully that makes it easier for you to identify it. Okay, so if you didn't grab a pen when we started today's session, maybe do it now. Here's some questions that I'm going to give you to help you get to your purpose. And if you already have your purpose defined, great. This is just a good checkup. The first question is, I started my business because I wanted to blank. So what impact did you want to have? So sure, you started your business for a hundred reasons. You wanted to not to have to work for anyone else. Maybe you had a bad boss experience, but let's go beyond that. What's the impact that you have wanted to make and have you made that impact? And what kind of difference has that made in your life? Remember here to differentiate your passion from your purpose. Your passion is what you really love doing and you could do forever. And your purpose is how you take that and turn it into a business or a nonprofit and take it out in the world to create that impact, that purpose that's bigger than you. The second thought starter is the biggest joy in my work is when blank. So write that down. The biggest joy in my work is when. So do you get the most joy when you're doing something specific? Or is it perhaps when your client has a breakthrough? What does it look like when you have your biggest win? What is that joy? What does it feel like? There's the sensual exercise of what does it feel like? What do you smell? What do you hear? What do you think? What comes up for you when you're in that pure bliss in your business? What's happening? Write all of that down and you'll start to get some clarity around bliss and how it's related to your purpose. Number three, I want you to write down, I achieve my purpose by blank. So if your purpose is to give young women and girls confidence so that they can go out in the world and be successful, maybe they come from backgrounds where they don't have role models. Maybe they want to go to college. How would you achieve that purpose? Would it be by people who have participated in your program and graduated? Would it be by people who have gone to create their own success and come back to let you know? What would the true achievement of that purpose look like? Next, write down my goal for my company's future is 
blank. Where do you see your company? If you're just starting out, think about where you want your company to be over the next 90 days, the next six months, the next year. And if you've had your company for a while, what does one year from now look like? What do three years look like? What do five years look like? For some people, it may even be what does 10 years look like? Personally, I can't think 10 years out, but I can do the one, three, and five. That's within my comfort zone. It feels like if I plan those out, I can actually reverse engineer them. But in any case, what are the goals that you have for your company's future? And then I want you to take that question and add a second component to it. Ask yourself, what am I doing to get that? So if you have goals, are you already taking steps to achieve them or do you need to create the goals? Because dreams without goals are just dreams and dreams without action are just dreams. So you've got to have dreams, specific goals and actions to achieve them. Next, how do I live and share my purpose? Right? Write that down. How do I live and share my purpose? So think about, are people seeing evidence of your purpose and how they deal with you? Would they know what you stand for as you're working with them? Do your vendors know what you stand for? Those people that aren't in direct working relationship with you in the traditional sense, but you're kind of collaborators. Maybe it's your printer. Maybe it's somebody you work with to produce your weekly show or podcast, having everyone in your circle of influence understand your purpose brings added connection. And it shows that you're authentically standing in your purpose all the time. And then the last note here is to share your purpose with someone today. So I know that's a bold ask. And if you're not comfortable, if you feel like you're a private person or you're just not there yet, that's okay. But think about what your purpose is, why you're doing what you're doing, or why you're starting what you're going to start and think about that. What is the impact you want to have in the world? What do you feel that you were put here for, right? Isn't that our highest question to ourselves? What am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? What is the gift that only I have? And how can I make the best use of it possible? That's your purpose. So thank you so much for taking this deep dive into purpose with me today. And if this episode resonated with you, please consider leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, do well, do good, and prosper for purpose. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. In appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.